This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. Hey, listeners, host Matthew here. We have a live show coming up in Seattle on Sunday, November 6th, and it's at Barboza on Capitol Hill. It's a great venue, and it is also an awesome lineup. We have hilarious stand-up comedian Alicia Sanchez. We have hilarious podcast Sexual Awaken Baking, and for some reason, also us. Tickets are on sale now at bit.ly slash smbarboza. That's bit.ly slash smbarboza. This episode is brought to you by Kensington Publishing and Christmas Caramel Murder by Joanne Fluke. Joanne Fluke, New York Times bestselling author known as the queen of culinary suspense, cooks up the most delicious Christmas gift of all, a recipe-filled holiday mystery from her Hannah Swenson series, now a Hallmark Movies and Mysteries original TV movie franchise. When a naughty Mrs. Claus turns up dead before Lake Eden's annual production of A Christmas Carol, the suspects start piling up faster than snowdrifts in a blizzard. And can I just tell you how much I love the phrase, a naughty Mrs. Claus? There can never be too many of those. Can Hannah catch the merry murderer in time? Includes 12 original recipes. Christmas Caramel Murder by Joanne Fluke is now available everywhere books are sold. Visit kensingtonbooks.com or joannefluke.com for more info. I'm Matthew. And I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and woo yeehaw! <laughs> Today's show is all about kind of a, like, I would say a true American spice. Like, Americans <laughs> love this spice. This is cinnamon. Today we're talking about cinnamon. Oh, man. American spice. I don't know if that sounds like a strip club or like a uh, Black Crows album or... <laughs> Rose album. <laughs> Did you know I saw the Black Crows live when I was 14? Oh, that's awesome. The Black but Crows we, are great. Weirdly enough, it was the same year I saw Alice in Chains live. Nice. Isn't that like a random combination of shows? I don't know, because I think those those bands were popular at just about the same time. You know what was a great song? Remedy. Oh, that was a absolutely. really good song. Oh, uh, and I loved uh, She Talks to Angels. Oh, and like yes. Basically, that, that whole first she Black She never Crows... mentions the word addiction in yeah. certain company. Yes, she'll tell you she's an orphan after you meet her family. Yep. Yes. Oh, God. There's, th- that album is just like top to bottom hits. It is so, so good. I'm, I'm oh, wow. Okay, well, yeah, you here's, know, our, I, here's our, our Black Crows tribute Show. Yeah, we're going to pick a different band every week and talk about them instead of uh, the American spice that we were supposed to be talking about, which is cinnamon. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, and it's not really American. I mean, I don't think no, cinnamon it's not is American grown at in America, all. But, but we've done such amazing things with it. Well, and I feel like I, I remember when I was living with this host family in France, my host mother used to make applesauce often. Sure. And she, I remember her saying something to me like, she knows that Americans put cinnamon in their applesauce, but yeah. she doesn't like that. She would always put vanilla in. Oh, is it because it masks the true apple flavor? Maybe, but I just think of cinnamon, like cinnamon and apple, cinnamon rolls, these things that are like very American in terms of American desserts. Oh, yeah, cinnamon toast. Cinnamon toast. Which we're definitely going to make today on the show. Now I'm getting really hungry. Well, we're going to make cinnamon toast. Oh, good. Okay, cool. Um, Okay, so there are... I don't know a lot about this. I, I want to bring neither. this up, even though even though I'm going to quickly like fall into a hole from which I can never climb out. I know there are different types of cinnamon, mm-hmm. and uh, you know that there that in particular there's cassia cinnamon, C A S S I A, which I think is pronounced cassia, but it might be cassia. I it was cassia. Okay, let's call it cassia keyboard cinnamon. Great. <laughs> okay, um, cool. And or we could call it cassia's clay. Right, cinnamon. and then there's like uh, true cinnamon, like Ceylon, Sri Lankan cinnamon. And I then did. there's like Saigon cinnamon. Yeah, which is which is cassia cinnamon. I'm so confused. Okay, so tell me about this. So there's cassia cinnamon and then there is Sri Lankan cinnamon. So here's what I learned. So so and every once in a while like a tiresome food person will tell you well cassia cinnamon is not actually real Ooh. cinnamon. It's uh it's it's we call it cinnamon, but we're incorrect. Uh-huh. Um, here's what I learned when I when I wikipedia into this. Um uh, there are several different species of cinnamon trees that you can like scrape the bark off of and it tastes like cinnamon the sri lankan cinnamon is one of them the cassia tree is another one of them there are a few others that are used in some places get over it cool okay so these are names of trees so a a, a tree there is a tree called the sri lankan cinnamon tree i think so or i mean i don't think that's the latin name like (laughs) cinnamomus sri lankanus i don't think so it's probably called the american spice tree I remember years ago um, going to World Spice down at Pike's oh, sure. Market. Um, this was before we had like Penzies in town or anything I like that. I remember a few years ago going to see Spice World starring the Spice Girls. <laughs> anyway. Pretty much the same. Anyway, I remember having or, or, or what they called like Saigon cinnamon there, which you're saying is cassia. Yes, and that's that's also what, what it, we have here on the table. And it was so fragrant and delicious. I kind of wonder if I've ever even smelled like Sri Lankan cinnamon. It's uncommon. You can, you can order it like from Penzies. I bet they do sell it at World Spice because they have a uh, – amazing array of, of spices to choose from, right. like your, your grains of paradise, your long pepper, that yeah, sort of thing. Your tonka beans. Exactly. What, what's that? Oh, a tonka bean? It uh, it, it kind of smells like vanilla. Um, it I think it is like toxic or poisonous in a certain amount or if you use I the wrong most, part of it. I think most beans are if you do it That's wrong. That's true. That's true. If you do it wrong. Yeah, so don't do not do it wrong. Do it right, oh, Beans. God, this smells so and good. And that, that's old. That's like over a year old has been sitting around. This just makes me want Christmas to come sooner. Well, it's it's almost here. By the time people listen to this, there will be Christmas decorations at their supermarket. Cinnamon is just, it is so evocative. I mean, I think a lot of warm spices are in particular. Yeah, it makes me of, think of, the of that I guess. Black Crows album. <laughs> No, but I mean, I guess, I guess it is not a new observation that that smell is strongly connected to memory. But it, but I think that uh, you know, I guess, yeah, cinnamon just it, 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 let's go down memory lane. Yeah, absolutely. So when you said that, I was trying to think like what smell would really take me back somewhere. This has nothing to do with cinnamon. Um, 
when when I first moved to Seattle in uh, in '96, uh, I was working at uh, the University of Washington, and I got really really into Trader Joe's uh, frozen microwavable kung pao chicken. Okay, and, and it had a very particular smell to it as as you microwaved, and, and you microwaved for kind of a long time, and so like the it would it would make the whole lunchroom smell like kung pao chicken. I would bring it to work. At the University of Washington. And did people love you or hate you for this? Uh, I think they were too polite to express their hate. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, they discontinued this product many years ago. I'm sure if it ever came back, I would like take one whiff and like, oh, I'm back at the experimental education unit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. getting experimented on yeah. educationally. Cool. Uh, so that's my cinnamon memory lane. No, seriously, <laughs> uh, I remember my mother introducing me to cinnamon toast. Uh, uh-huh. I don't remember how old I was, I'm, or I was going to say, or where, but the answer is like in the kitchen. I was, I was skeptical because I didn't like butter spread on things, mm. and and to this day, when I make cinnamon toast, I melt the butter. We'll get into this, I'm sure. Mm. Um, but uh, I, cinnamon toast, it turned out, was very good. Surprisingly, right? Yeah. Uh, cinnamon and sugar. Who knew? Okay, so I feel like when I really start to go down cinnamon memory lane, like I may not reemerge. I mean, this is like the whole of, of cassia versus Sri Lankan cinnamon that you I just will, went into. I will Can le- I? I'm going to join you in that hole. Oh wait, I've, that's right. I forgot. I was going to say I would lean over the edge of the hole and pull you out, like in an action movie. But I forgot. I'm still in the hole. Yeah, you're in your own hole. I'm going down my. <laughs> can I, can own, I I'm give you a boost? Down another hole. When was the last time? I'm sorry. I keep interrupting. I'm not sorry. Uh, when was the last time oh. you gave someone a boost? By interlacing your fingers and letting them step into your hand, or vice versa, someone gave you a boost. Um, I well, I used to ride horses as a kid, and so I would. Don't say. Shut up. (laughs) So I would frequently get a boost. However, I it never happened that way. I didn't step into someone's hand. What would generally happen is you would bend one knee, and someone would sort of hold on to like your shin, kind of on the bent leg. I am not visualizing this at all. And kind of, you would jump, you would like kind of like jump up in the air and they would, you you were standing like this, Matthew. <laughs> I have someone no idea what you're talking someone, about. Okay. Someone would like hold on here and you would jump up and they would help push you. Got it. Oh, okay. While you were getting onto a horse. Oh, I was thinking the person bending their leg was giving the boost. No. And I'm like, but your leg is like close to the ground. How is this going to help? No. Okay. I see. No. So they're, they're like holding your leg but, and I using it to fling you. I never called it a boost. I, we called it a leg up. Do you need oh. a leg up? I have never ever heard that expression used non-metaphorically. I wonder if that's it, fast, I wonder fascinating. If it's mostly like a horseman's kind of thing. Do you need a leg up? Because the whole idea is you're being hoisted up and you're going to th- throw the leg that your your partner is not holding. You're going to throw, gonna throw it, it over, it the, over horse. the horse. Yeah. Oh, this is cool. Wow, a leg up is a real thing. It's a, it's really a thing. Do you need a leg up? Um. Yeah. No. And so I I've never been near a horse. <laughs> um, <laughs> We always called it a boost, and now now you're trying to you're making me wonder why were we always getting boosted? What for what? Yeah, what were you getting boosted for? Like, Maybe we were climbing over a fence to commit some kind of probably, mischief. probably. It, you know, it must have been very confusing when Jamba Juice came on the scene, and you could get a boost added to your smoothie. <laughs> That's right. I kept waiting for them to interlace their fingers, <laughs> and I would jump over the counter and and put my foot on the employees. <laughs> and I got kicked out of eventually I just got banned from Jamba Juice. <laughs> it wasn't a big loss. It's okay. Um sorry Jamba. Juice. Okay, so actually <laughs> okay. so I interrupted so, your cinnamon memory lane. Yeah, okay. So, so for here, real now. here are some things I remember. My grandmother, who I called Nanny, 
Nanny had a little ceramic uh, bell-shaped shaker for cinnamon toast. And it oh, said nice. cinnamon sugar on the outside of it. And it had like a cork at the bottom. It was like really like old school ceramic oh, nice. shaker. Anyway, I still, I have it now. She has passed away. And it, I forgot that it was up in the cabinet. Now I'm thinking I need to fill it with cinnamon sugar and use it frequently. Yeah, I think uh, there was a brief phase in my house where we were uh, really into cinnamon toast and had like a, just like a, Tupperware full of cinnamon sugar that was that was on the shelf and being used regularly, but we're gonna have to mix some up that here today. Is, that is the way to live. It is. Yeah. 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 Okay. So anyway, uh, also my friend Jennifer always had these food products in her house that I was not allowed to have. Sure. Like cinnamon toast crunch cereal, yep. yogurt covered pretzels, all, all that kind of stuff. And as you probably heard on a long ago cereal episode, I used to go to her house. You mean an episode of the podcast cereal? Right? Of course. That's exactly what I mean. I'm talking about Adnan Saeed now. Um, no, I would go over to Jennifer's house and would raid her, her cabinet in the kitchen and eat her Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Absolutely. Uh, what other things? You know, I was not a snickerdoodle kind of kid. And you know what? I, I, I think that there, I think another one of my strong childhood associations with cinnamon is that my mother. I remember at a young age learning that my mother loves cinnamon rolls. Okay. And are there people who don't love cinnamon rolls? I don't think there are. Okay. But I, I remember thinking of this as like a thing about my mom, that my, sure. like my mom loves cinnamon rolls. Anyway, Yeah, my so... mom loves oxygen. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> the, the TV network. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> So those are my childhood associations with cinnamon. I have to say, can I talk about some cinnamon pet peeves now? Sure, absolutely. Okay. I, I'm going to interrupt you with some questions, but but go ahead. Why why did people ever start dusting cinnamon onto the top of like a cappuccino? Cinnamon, and, hmm. uh, th- this is not the hmm. uh, no. Hmm. Okay. This is not correct. Generally, I agree. There used to be this place across the street from the Seattle Art Museum, right near the Hammering Man, that was like, billed itself as like a real Italian-style espresso place, and they specialized in cappuccinos, and I believe they were dusted with a little cinnamon, and they were great. In general, though, I think you're right. Hmm. Hmm. It seems somehow very un-Italian and very American. I have no. I've never been to Italy. I've never been near a horse. I uh, I n- never lived. <laughs> That's true. That's um, true. Do you think cinnamon would be a good name for a horse? Um, I think so. And I, I think do there too. have been a lot of horses in in the history of horses yeah. who have been named cinnamon or cinnabar. Cinnabar oh. is also kind of a common like Western horse name. Is that like a color or what is cinnabar? I'm not sure mean? what cinnabar is. Maybe one of our our listeners slash readers, as I like to call them, would like to weigh in and tell us what cinnabar means. I'm not a betting man, but if I were, I would bet on a horse named cinnabar or cinnamon or c- cinnamon stick or c- cinna from the Hunger Games. Cinna, I don't remember Cinna from The Hunger Games. He was uh, uh, Lenny Kravitz, uh, who who did the costumes. Ah, okay, cool. Cool, okay. Um, I bet on a horse named Lenny Kravitz. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. Speaking of my grandmother, Lenny Kravitz. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Um, Lenny. So after my grandmother- After my grandmother died, I came into possession of her recipe box, and in it I found something that she called cinnamon toast. And I wrote about it on my blog. You can find it on the blog. What she would do is she would take a white bread, like Pepperidge Farm white bread, like a kind of dense white bread, white sandwich bread. Sure. She would melt a bunch of butter in like a pie plate, and you would dredge the like a triangle of white bread in it, and okay. then and then dredge it in cinnamon sugar, and then you would bake it until it was like oh, dry wow. and crispy like biscotti. Like a rusk. 
Yes, like a rusk. Anyway, when I made it, um, after finding this recipe, I made it and then I wrote about it. I wound up just sort of brushing the bread with butter. And that was plenty buttery. And it was so delicious. And it keeps for a long time. I remember keeping like, you know, one of those like metal cookie tins for like two weeks on my on my counter eating these delicious, crunchy, like biscotti, crunchy cinnamon toasts. So like kind of kind of a homemade Melba toast kind of, which I guess is a rusk. Yes, but not that thin. I used I didn't use the thin pepperidge sure. farm. I used the regular thickness. That's so good. Maybe we we'll should link do to that. It. We'll okay. link to it. I, I'm going to do it. I mean, whether today or, or a day soon in God, the future. It is awesome. It is so good, especially because it's it's more buttery than the average piece of cinnamon toast. Yeah. And, so, and the average piece of cinnamon toast is pretty buttery. Yeah. I mean, the average piece is probably a seven. I would say this is this is maybe at least an eight and a half or a nine. Uh, but yeah, so after you finish chewing and you get all this cinnamon flavor, then you're left with this wonderful like toasted bread butter flavor that just hangs out in your mouth and it's so good. I saw the coolest thing the other day. I was on a bus uh, back from uh, Tacoma to Seattle and on the freeway there was a Dairy Gold butter truck and the side of the semi truck was painted butter colored and dec- de- uh, you know decorated to look like a stick of butter with like the tablespoon markings on it. Mm, it was so great. It was a so big good. stick of butter rolling down the freeway. That's so great. Um, yeah, it could be used to make the world's largest piece of cinnamon toast, except it's not real butter. I mean, it was kind probably of, full of, of real like butter. Kind of like the book, The Giant Jam Sandwich. Yes. God, they should have made like a giant piece of gooey cinnamon toast. Was there a part in that book with like a bunch of wasps? Yes, that was why That's they made terrifying. the giant jam sandwich. <laughs> oh, okay. To trap the wasps, as I recall. So they they spread this bread with a lot of jam. The wasps went into it and got stuck. And then with a helicopter, they <sighs> dropped a second piece of bread onto it and trapped the wasps. And then they ate it? No, then they... That seems wasteful. I think they put it into the ocean or something, which okay. also seems problematic. Yeah. I just don't feel like fish in the sea should be eating that much bread and jam. Well, this book is probably out of print for those reasons and others. Um, what do you think, think would be a funny Lenny Kravitz song for your grandmother to be singing? Um, I, I, don't, I can't think of very many Lenny Kravitz songs. I can't think songs. of very many either. Like, uh, um, are you going to go my way? Yeah. What are some other ones? I, I, I want to fly away. I don't know what that song's called. Fly away. That's the only two Vladdy Kravitz songs I can think of. <laughs> cool. I don't Woo! think. It- Let's abandon this bit. <laughs> All okay. right. This episode is brought to you by Spilled Milk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. This episode is actually brought to you by Third Love. Third Love's 24-7 t-shirt bra. Well, I'm wearing it right now, actually, Matthew. Yes. Yes, oh, my you got eyes the, uh, the, are up here. What uh, is the color called? Uh, virtuous? No, that wouldn't be it. Uh, is it called vivacious? Vivacious. See, I was virtuous. close. <laughs> no, it wouldn't be called that. Yeah, so I'm, I'm wearing a black tank top today, and I'm wearing my Third Love bra with it, and the color is called vivacious. It is like this kind of uh, like you, you raspberry raspberry. Very pink. You know what it is. I just say vivacious and you're like, That's yes, right. I know. So anyway, you know, I got to say, I really like this bra. I like the shape it gives me. It is very comfortable. Um, it, it really, it, this is a very lovable bra. And I have some friends. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yes, I love this bra. You're going to love this bra if you know what I mean. <laughs> 
I, I don't know what the I have some friends part. Oh, meant. I was going to say, <laughs> <laughs> I got some friends here on my chest that oh, I carry around in my third love I bra. see. Okay, no. those kinds of friends. I get it. No, what I really meant is that I've got some friends who ordered a third love bra as a result of this ad, and they love it too. Oh, you mean they went to thirdlove.com slash spilled milk for a free trial, 30 days where they could wash it, wear it, cut off the tags, and if they didn't like it at the end of the 30 days, they could send it back and pay nothing? It's kind of amazing. But they did didn't send it back, did they? No, because they, they did loved not. It. They did not actually. So my friends ordered uh, like the the nude color. Yes, uh, yeah, which, my wife has one of those. Yeah. My wife has heard on a previous Third Love ad. Yes, your wife did a, a real bang up job. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, yeah. So I've got a black one and a vivacious one. And, uh, you know, I think I've talked about it a lot, but I, I never get tired of talking about how pretty the straps are. These pleated straps with like gold hardware. I know, I can see one right now. I'm so fancy when I wear this bra and I love it. So if you want to be fancy, go to thirdlove.com slash spilled milk and start your free trial today. Oh, I was going to get Pop-Tarts and I forgot. I really, I prepped poorly for this episode. That's okay. But you know, I've got the cinnamon, I got the sugar, I've got the white bread. What else do you need? Wait, should we make some and then we can talk about other things? I think we should do exactly that. Okay. So Matthew, let's make some cinnamon sugar. So do you have like a ratio you use? Uh, I don't, you know, I am the one on the show who's always like weighing stuff and being like Mr. Science. No, you even weigh like the ice cream for your milkshake. I knew you were going to say that. And like I was hoping listeners had forgotten about that. <laughs> it's the most unsexy thing I've it ever is done. So unsexy. But um, I mean, on the upside, like I named two Lenny Kravitz songs, and Woo! that was pretty sexy. I could probably what? sing a Black Crows song if we had to. We'll probably do that before the I show's think, over. I, think I already kind of did that. Well, I did like, Yo, the spoken you, word version. You, you did like the slam poetry version of a black of a Black Crows song, she like you never used to do. Mentions the word, the word addiction. addiction in certain company. Yes, she'll tell you. (laughs) She's an orphan after you meet her family. Yes. Uh, I'm supposed to pick this up. Uh, All right, so um, I I usually put the sugar in first and then add cinnamon until I get the color I'm looking for. I don't think I could describe that color like prior to the mixing. Do you think the color is called cinnabar? I think the color is called cinnabar or cinnabon. So the last time I made cinnamon sugar... I had to rely upon like a formula I found online, which I found to not be cinnamony enough. Why did you have to rely upon because that? Because I didn't know how much to use. And I think like I was very surprised that cinnamon toast is as little or that cinnamon sugar is as little cinnamon as it is. Well, and I think that is a mistake. I you, think it should, you should be load her up. Yeah, I mean, uh, certainly you can overdo it. Okay. So where do we begin here? Eh? Yeah, try that. Okay, so and we're we stirring stir it up. in a little ramekin, a little custard cup, I believe. Yeah, like a Pyrex cup. These Pyrex custard cups have been like the best bowls my entire life. I've eaten ice cream many times with you out of one of those yeah. bowls. I think this is pretty close. So this is a color that I would describe as like... Uh, Cinnabar? Cinnabar, for sure. Uh, you yeah, know, it's like it's like uh, uh, like a dappled p- pony, Appaloosa colored. <laughs> Maybe lip is on her. Lip is on her. I was actually. Can I come up with of, any more horse words? I was thinking more like a percheron. Oh yes, and <laughs> I was also thinking maybe like a Norwegian fjord pony. You know what? This is wait, actually. Wait, wait a minute. This wait. is this is the color of a Norwegian fjord. pony. Okay, I'm going to take a picture of this. That's a real thing. A Norwegian fjord pony. Oh my god, they're so cute. Okay, we are going to post a picture of, of a, a Norwegian, Norwegian fjord. fjord pony 
and a picture of the cinnamon sugar we just made. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. Hang on, Matthew. I'm going to pull this up right now because I need you to see a picture of these ponies. This was my sort of like dream horse as a child. Oh God. I had so many. I had no dream horses. Um, The Norwegian Fjord pony, does it, is this like a wild pony that you find roaming the fjords? I guess it's technically a Norwegian Fjord horse. Oh my God. It is so cute. Okay. I have a very important question before you show me. In the term Norwegian Fjord horse, does the O in horse have a line through it? Oh, that is so cute. It's got like a weirdly shaped neck. <laughs> uh, that's Part of that is its mane. Okay. Here, let me show you more about how cute they are. Oh my God, they're so cute. How come it's cute when a horse has a hairy neck, but not cute when I do? <laughs> oh, wow. That, oh, it's so amazing? fluffy. But I would say that, uh, well, some of these are, are roughly the color of, of your, your cinnamon sugar. Oh, I think you're absolutely right. Yeah, right? It's a beautiful horse. Thank you. Okay. Okay, the, I, I'm going to abandon the show at this point and just keep <laughs> just... looking at pictures of these horses. <laughs> yeah, wow. Okay, so <laughs> it, said, it says I found a thousand plus images of Norwegian. We're going to post a thousand plus <laughs> images of Norwegian fjord horses. And you know what? We're going to find one that is exactly the color of Matthew's cinnamon sugar. Yep. So you can really understand. There's probably a way to to do a restricted Google image search where you hold, put in a picture, hold you on. This submit is, the cinnamon sugar, and it gives you only be the, the last horses one. that match it. But look at how cool their manes are. I, but it, it's got its hair over its eyes. Because like, um, it's uh, so cute. Like Ali Sheedy in The Breakfast Club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah. Okay. Norwegian yeah, Fjord. And, I mean, sugar. I had a big crush on Ali Sheedy when I was a kid after seeing War Games, and now I have a big crush on that horse that looks like her. <laughs> so, so things have really come full circle for me. I thought this was supposed to be the American Spice episode, and now we're just talking about Norway. Okay, so we've made the okay, cinnamon sugar. We make we're cinnamon 22 minutes now? into the show, and we <laughs> just it. finished making the cinnamon sugar. I'm going to go toast. I already melted the butter. Okay. I'm going to go toast the toast, and we'll be back in a minute. Okay. Oh, my gosh. I can already tell this is going to be great. Okay, I'm going to brush on the butter. So is this like Wonder Bread or something? Or like- yeah, it's, it's the Fran's Big Loaf. Yeah, okay, so this is beautifully thick white bread that is toasted so perfectly. You got a real fine toaster over there. I, I don't think it was the toaster. I mean, how do you feel when people say, like, I love your photos, you must have a really good camera? <laughs> You're such an asshole. <laughs> I know. Okay. Uh. It's my favorite black crow dog. She talks to assholes. <laughs> How am I doing on butter? I think you're doing well. Okay. Should we sprinkle? Sure. All right, let's sprinkle. Will you sprinkle? Yeah. Uh, what are other Black Crow songs? Remedy, uh, what was, oh, Hard to Handle? Uh, twice as Hard. Oh, yes. Twi- I, I'm forgetting the name of my favorite one, but uh, we're going to look it up at some point. Yes. Now, okay, let me pause here and ask you a question. So when you first start to sprinkle yeah. cinnamon sugar onto yeah. a piece of buttered toast. Hey, wait, don't stop sprinkling because the bread is cooling down and okay. this piece is going to be inferior. If if the cinnamon sugar doesn't hit it while it's hot. You're right. That must be a Black Crow song. Hit it. Hit it while, while it's, it's hot. hot. Yes. I guess you just you should overdo it and then shake off the excess, wow, right? You really are overdoing it. Well, I don't want to underdo it. I'm going to shake it all the way out to the edges. Yeah. Oh God. Mm. Oh. Mm. Oh. You know what? I might could be good with a little salt. That's what I was gonna say. Yes. I wonder if you should like mix in a generous mm-hmm. pinch of kosher salt with or your cinnamon sugar. Or use salted butter. Mm. Mm. Oh. 
That was a lot of cinnamon sugar, but it's Did great. Did you say Mike could use a pinch of salt? <laughs> Maybe. I'm That's very, like, advanced colloquial English. <laughs> well, it's like Cockney. <laughs> I might could use a pinch of salt, governor. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so wait a minute. It's like, it's like you were transported <laughs> back to your youth in a part of London where they talk like that. The East End? <laughs> Wait a minute. We haven't even talked about savory uses of cinnamon. Should we just stop this episode now? And have it just be the cinnamon toast <laughs> episode? Well, I think we we should do a separate episode on cinnamon rolls where I will make some homemade cinnamon rolls. Well, I mean, you know, cinnamon <laughs> is a frequent ingredient in, in curry powders mm-hmm. uh, where I, I never want cinnamon to to mm. dominate in a savory is it in, context. Is but it I'm, in garam masala? I think it often is. I think maybe it always is. You know, my uh, my main association of cinnamon in savory food is, um, so I grew up with my parents having these friends, the Shadids. It was a Lebanese family. And Pam Shadid- oh, part of, is that when you first got mixed up with Lebanese gangs? <laughs> yeah, that was, okay. that was the first Lebanese street gang I was in. Yeah. What episode were the Lebanese street gangs? I have Hummus. no idea. Okay, Hummus, of course. Maybe? Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so yeah, Pam Shadid used to make this uh, chicken dish that was chicken uh, with rice and lots of onion and some cinnamon. And it was so comforting and so delicious. And I imagine it's the kind of thing that lots of, um, you know, uh, sort of grandmother cooking across the Middle East involves. Yeah, definitely the aroma of uh, cinnamon cooking with onions and butter is is a really nice thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, one more thing. Have you ever taken the cinnamon challenge, which we're not going to do because it's dangerous and stupid? I don't know what you're stupid. talking about. It's, uh, it was those videos that uh, people were watching a few years ago where you like put a tablespoon of cinnamon in your mouth and then uh, and then you die. <laughs> like the ALS challenge last year. It was just like that, except this wasn't for charity. It was just to be an idiot. And why, do you make, why does it make you die? Oh, because like, uh, it just overwhelms your olfactory and taste bud system. I think it might make me vomit. Uh, I think that was a frequent result. No, I'm not going to do that. People are so weird. Why do they do? Why do we do things like this? Well, it was probably started by teenage boys. I mean, is it not hard enough to just live on a daily basis with like a, a political system like we have right now? Yeah, and knowing that that Norwegian fjord horses are out there, and I don't have one, and can't even there isn't even probably a place I can go and stroke one. The the only thing that is present in my daily life that has a mane like that is Donald Trump. It, this is tragic. <laughs> this is not. That's not good. This episode is brought to you by Third Love. Third Love's 24-7 t-shirt bra might be the most comfortable bra you'll ever own. It's uh, it's made out of super soft memory foam. It makes you look good. It feels good. What is not to love? And you can get a 30-day free trial by going to thirdlove.com slash spilled milk. If you love it, keep it, and they'll charge your card. If you don't, send it back, and they'll charge you nada. Woohoo! So start your free trial now at thirdlove.com slash spilled milk. You can find us online at SpilledMilkPodcast.com. We'll post a picture of some cinnamon sugar mm-hmm. next to a picture of a Norwegian fjord horse. Mm-hmm. And how do you think you say uh, horse in Norwegian? <laughs> I'm going to say it's horse. 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 Um, that's, that's probably right. Mm, thank you. Uh, <laughs> you like you're little, welcome. Did you like my little flip of the tongue? 
I did. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast, where you can uh, tell us about your favorite cinnamon thing that we didn't talk about, which is 99% <laughs> of things made with cinnamon. Or just your favorite Black Crow song. I still haven't looked yeah. up the one that's my favorite. Oh, you know what? Uh, apple Crisp. That needs That's cinnamon. not a Black Crow song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, needs a, that needs cinnamon. Well, and that's- Baked I mean, apples. To, apple pie. Right. To go back to this apple thing, I think I think that's, that's part of where like uh, applesauce with cinnamon gets its bad reputation in France, I think. Because it, it is true that kind of, uh, you know, cinnamon is more the flavor of apple pie than apples are. Yeah. Um, and that's why that Ritz cracker apple pie thing sort of works. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can leave us a review on iTunes. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, I think we actually have like a convenient, easy to remember iTunes URL. I'll look it up at some point. It could be like iTunes.com slash Spilled Milk Podcast. I'm not joking. I'm serious. Whoa. Are you serious? I'm not sure if that's it, but I think we have, there's something like that. So you've got a little bit of cinnamon sugar on the tip oh, of your nose. Oh, I'm sure I do. <laughs> it's kind of more like down the tip of your nose. There uh, you go. You got it. You got it. Yeah. And until next time, we will see you out on the fjords. <laughs> I'm Molly Weisenberg. And I'm Matthew Amsterberg. Well, I didn't know we were doing that now. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 